Hello and welcome to the Space Cave. I'm David Huntsberger, a big warg to all of you out there. And a little tip of the cap as we start to Katie Bauman, getting us those, um, or helping being an instrumental piece to photos of a black hole. And they look a lot like previous projections of what a black hole would look like, but these ones are real. And so that's a pretty cool step in science. So way to go, Katie. And... Also, thanks to Maria, and I hope I'm saying this correctly, Karotkik, who uh, is the latest $5 patron for the Patreon, uh, which helps support the show. This show is made possible by contributions from listeners just like you, and it really does make a huge difference. So thanks to Maria for getting on board and helping out with that. This episode will eventually be in the Patreon. It's coming out a little late this week. And then on Monday, when the new episode goes out, it will replace this one. And this episode that you are listening to right now will be available for Patreon people. So a little temporary window. Why? I don't really know. I just feel like this episode is um, a little different than typical ones. This is me and uh, a couple friends just kind of shooting the breeze. But we do talk about a typical sort of space cave fair. This is a good friend of mine, Brian Gutman, and an old pal, Doug Mellard, some of my oldest and closest friends from my Austin days. Guys, I really enjoy. I get to see Dougie all the time here in LA, but I haven't seen Brian, which is weird to call him Brian. I always call him Gutman for, it feels like a few years now. And it's, it's just a great feeling when you see an old friend and you realize like, dang it, I miss you. I miss seeing you more frequently. And, um, such is life, I guess people move and things go on. And then you realize, Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. And I'm glad we were able to make that change. He was on the junk show, did phenomenally. Thanks to everyone who came out. Although, I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't know that there were any Space Cave listeners at that show. So you missed out. If you find yourself in LA, come by and check it out. The next few months are going to be rough because there's Game of Thrones. Uh, and then after that, I'm sure there's some sort of award ceremony or sports or something. So we're always seeming to battle uh, <laughs> for people's attention. But the show's really fun. Anyway, here's uh, here's an extended conversation with some behind-the-scenes stories in general, goofing around with Brian Gutman and Doug Mellard. God, these good. are really nice. <laughs> yeah, Samsung. Quality, quality goods. Not really an ad, but just an yeah. endorsement. They're just really, oh man, because I wear head, I wear, I like over-the-ear already. Mm-hmm. That's just but can like this, I wear them every single day of my life. Can this be the whole podcast? Just talking about headphones. <laughs> Absolutely. How much would you pay for these? <laughs> well, surely these are $500,000. I've got great news for you. I'm <laughs> a fraction of that cost. I don't believe you. No, it's real. What? Yeah. Okay, sign me up. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for stopping. I'm going into podcasting mode where I'm, um, f- f- I guess, lobbing out questions. I don't know what you would call it. Yeah. Like giving some context to the listener that you guys have... Brian Gutman visiting town did the junk show. We're all a little hungover from <laughs> yeah. getting the band back a together. A little, 
<laughs> I'm actually Oof. doing kind of okay. You sound great, Dougie. Be- you sound, <laughs> sound less fresh. <laughs> less fresh. That's a good album, Dougie. Title. Less fresh. Dougie. <laughs> Doug Miller. Less fresh. That's a good album. Get that. Oh yeah. There yeah. we go. So this is. Uh, oh double, yeah. What is it? Double Duck Pin Double IPA. Compliments of oh, Andy man. Crest. This, okay. this is the final beer. He sent three types of beers. Bless his heart. Friend of the show. Played a lot of his music. Um, and this is Union Craft Brewing out of Baltimore, where Andy resides. If you haven't listened to his music, check it out. He's great. Krestovsky is the name of the the um, is the moniker, I guess you would use the the artist name. Oh, that nice. He records under Krestovsky. I love the design on the can too. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's really good. It's like bowling pins. Yeah, bowling pin like or pattern feet. Yeah, but they all mix in. So for clown feet, you said. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It is more than I, I. Now that I look at it, definitely bowling pins. But yeah, but it does look more clown footish than I was giving it credit for. I like it though. Yeah, it's quite. Good. I like the coloring. Oh, I gotta, it's I gotta nice. fully that better. Oh yeah. I don't know. That was pretty good, man. Thanks, I have to guys. use the bathroom for sure now. <laughs> all right, I got to do mine now. Oh, Wait, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. I finally peaked in life. Uh, but you guys have been drinking because Gutman has to fly. It's his have, birthday today. And it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers yeah. to On you this day. Yeah, How yeah, did we cheers, do guys. so many cheers last night and your birthday didn't Boom. come up? Yeah, because there was enough going on. <laughs> he doesn't like to bring attention to it, so that's why I... Well, it feels it. silly, like, as you oh. finally get to a certain age where it's like, hey, it's my birthday. Like, yeah. God, when you see that, like, at a Chili's, <laughs> you're just like, if come on, man. If you're in a Chili's and scoffing at other people <laughs> for what they do in a Chili's, <laughs> Hey, man, there. this is Chili's. <laughs> Shape up, dude. Act your age. <laughs> Show some respect for the Chili's name. <laughs> I didn't come here to see you enjoy a I didn't come to my life. Life. Favorite chilies for this. <laughs> I gotta try this now. Yeah, I think it's quite good, man. Yeah. So there were actually because you texted me like just a few days out about like, do you want to do Space Cave? Yeah. And I knew this was a part of it. Was the beer, you know, thing. Uh huh. And so I tried. I tried to scramble and look for a couple specific beers to have on here. Oh. So one of them was um. Well, first I was just like, I was going to go Austin beer because that's like just to represent Austin. Yeah. And one of them, uh, Live Oak. Do you drink a lot when you I lived in Austin? I Live Oak. Live Oak, I don't Live Oak is fantastic. Yeah. And they, uh, Live Oak Primus, that's my favorite. Shout out if anyone associated with Live Oak is listening. <laughs> so it's the only beer in my house right now. Cool. Um, But I was trying to find Austin stuff in Los Angeles and I, I think most of that hasn't yet like that had the, their reach hasn't all yeah. made it all the way and then i was gonna see i think i even told dougie about this oh, was yeah. um i was gonna see if i could order online in Ge- somewhere in germany there is a gutman brewery whoa with the two ends at the end everything wow. spelled exactly the same wow and so i was gonna see like can you order like a case of this like how quickly could i get gutman beer yeah to the space cave and like but they they have a store they have an online store but it's just like beer glasses and like actually some actually like sweet hats so I'm gonna get one of those yeah, for sure yeah 
I'll be in Austin in July, so we can do a more formal. Oh yeah, you're one. doing the Velveeta room. Yeah. yeah. Oh cool. Yeah, you're yeah, doing the Valve. The 25th, I believe, so. And Chad is, Chad Daniels is also. He'll be at Cap City that week. Yeah, earlier that week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. the band Was that random together. or? No, I, 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 he was doing that weekend and then I had reached out to Pat at the Velveeta room and then I thought, ah, it'd be a good time to coincide oh, those dear two. God. You should come down, man. You man, I might have to. Cold Town or something. Yeah. We'll hit them from all sides. <laughs> Let's dominate Austin that weekend. <laughs> hey, by the way, double duck pin, double IPA is really easy to drink. That's how I would describe it. I was, I, I get nervous when I see double IPA because I just think like... Or even just IPA because like you know you're just going to get so many fragrances in your mouth. Yeah, a lot of a lot of nasal stuff hitting your yeah. right metal. Yeah, yeah, real <laughs> sharp hits. Yeah, but this yeah. one's mellow. Yeah, it really is. It's smooth. It's nice. I'm not just saying that because I've already had whiskey, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, maybe partially. <laughs> my wife always describes IPAs as it, they taste like perfume. And I was like, can't refute that. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> that's fair. But yeah. this is actually really good. Double duck pin. Yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I, I, yeah, it's genuinely good. And then I guess when I'm there in July, we'll have to do... Because the idea was that you, I was holding off forever. Even during yeah. Professor Blastoff. I know. Going to get you on to talk about dinosaurs. And then I know. <laughs> finally so much time went by and then... We did the dinosaur episode with Michael Habib, who was by a professional a, every measure so much better than you at it. Uh, <laughs> only in a professional and actual sense. But maybe the enthusiasm. You yeah, could I'm just match a that. fan. Yeah, I'm just a just fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got here and went straight to the Natural History Museum. Yeah, it's a cool. Yeah, movie. and I'll say he didn't know everything for sure. <laughs> what was... are your favorites? Why, like, kid? I think I asked him this as well. People are into dinosaurs as kids and then everyone kind of grows out of it you retain yeah i don't know why it stuck i don't know why those hooks sunk in so deeply i guess it's like first like there's just like i bet anyone who likes dinosaurs is also just like a monster movie fan there's like just that aesthetic appeal or whatever and then it's also to know that it's real and then on top of all that to know it's still a mystery that has like can never fully be solved yeah i you i think that's actually i did a joke about that on like the one album i put it where it's like that must be so frustrating for a paleontologist to be like i can never just all know everything i wish i could know yeah that's got to be so frustrating and it's but it's also cool that it's a mystery right. so there's like that it'll just be like a never-ending kind of quest or what, whatever yeah. one of my earliest memories was i was on the street I like kind of grew up on in Victoria, Texas, I was like four or five. And I remember looking down, like just as a kid interested in dinosaurs and thinking like a dinosaur could have stepped here. Yeah. <laughs> and just That's trying cool to visualize it. Yeah. It was really like, it blew my mind to think about like, it is still existed. Cool. Were they in Texas and all, you know, all yeah. that. Yeah. It is still to trip out on like little things where it's like, there's no new water on the earth. So it's like, Oh, I am drinking dinosaur water. Like I love kind of nerdy. Such out. a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. Where it's like, <laughs> I really nerd out even just like sharks. Like if anyone like, you know, it's like, we should be so nice to sharks. Like if they, they could talk they could describe what dinosaurs looked like you know like that's how ancient these things yeah. are like it's so weird to think of time could be so long and so short at the same time it's a flat or circle yeah. man oh wait i like i'm gonna write that down yeah write that down yeah yeah, yeah. the um i feel like it's a very hippie-ish thought the the earth itself is kind of like a 
living not, organism no 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 oh. that it is that to some degree it seems like but yeah. the it's its own like sort of hard drive like it's an archive that oh we, right we, we we go into like earth's got this in here somewhere where is it and then we find the bones <laughs> yeah. and then test it and like yeah, it was storing it here and yeah i just find that so odd that it like all the data and then everything we're doing now like this especially this conversation only exists in this digital thing where you'd go oh it's not real but then you think of the universe and our little you know speck of dust that we float on that the universe itself is gonna right cease to exist it's no different than if the internet went down and all of this stuff that we think is real but we kind of tangibly know right. it's just digital yeah bites. it is like it, it is i kind of love knowing that like everything that went into just us recording this right now like even not even just behind the scenes but behind behind the scenes like someone had to invent or like discover electricity and like wires and copper and all yeah. this stuff and elect and all this that went into it and you still yeah like you're saying like when it was all said and done atom bomb meteorite whatever it was you couldn't excavate this yeah. and then like things that yeah. just didn't even know what was happening like oh meteor smash yeah. <laughs> all gone and you could like dig through and analyze that dirt and figure and like get all those answers yeah. where i love that like bare bonesness of it all as opposed to this that took so much more work to make it happen <laughs> and there's such less of a fingerprint and on the, it. those hundreds of well what 65 i guess million years from the last dinosaur to yeah. humans so in that space, the things that could have evolved that would drive paleontologists crazy if they let themselves. I think most of them, like right. I asked Michael about it, it was just like, eh, you just go with what you find. You don't spend time worrying about what could have been. But like, yeah. you know, things that were cartilage or more membrane-y, maybe they right. were geniuses. Maybe they invented amazing technology. Like what if of- what killed the dinosaurs were eight-story tall octopi that just like <laughs> don't have a skeleton to record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we were at the museum... Uh, one thing that I I don't know how I spaced on this, but we were looking at this T Rex skeleton, and they they had what what it was like one of the ten most it was complete one of the skeletons. ten most complete T Rex skeletons oh, nice. in the country or world in the world yeah. yeah in the world yeah 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 but I didn't know that they the whole thing about upright versus oh yeah yeah I didn't know that till the yeah. other day and yeah. it's like whoa this is I, and that happened in our lifetime like he was telling me like he was filling me in like that's yeah insane. i like as a kid had like magazine articles saved about like when they changed the skeletons to go vertical yeah. instead of upright instead of like just imagining dinosaurs walking like a man <laughs> like going to work or whatever and they're like oh yeah we never see tail tracks along the foot tracks mm-hmm. like wouldn't we see those if they were dragging along and just like start to put those pieces together yeah. and just like that's like you i know you've done a lot of material on that too where it's just like so much of science is like readjusting itself of like we were so wrong (laughs) (laughs) we're so sorry (laughs) we made you you flunked out of a class because of wrong information totally yeah we're always right in the middle of it of like okay everyone settled this is the thing yeah Yeah. these are facts yeah and then five years later like those were not the facts but that's not even the right skeleton i'm sorry (laughs) that's so cool though that in our lifetime like a 60 five million year old mystery yeah yeah like we we were around to like know that i feel like the feathers were a, 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 within the last 20 <laughs> yeah people years. need to settle down with that, this feathers, that's man. jurassic park <laughs> uh that was another thing like there was this uh, a common thing where you would see the evolution of these dinosaurs and he kept bringing up like 
I hope that they don't remember where they came from because <laughs> yeah. the evolution would be to this dorky bird. Right. <laughs> as and if small they could, as possible. Yeah, if they could remember yeah, that they used this, to be like, this. It'd be this long timeline of like 99.9% just amazing Godzilla-like beast and then a chicken. <laughs> and then just like, I hope they don't remember all of that other I stuff. I always like to think of it. And I think it, for me, it's a evolution with one person who thinks up the idea and gets to be alive throughout the course of it. Yeah. So like the Australopithecus still being alive and like, all right, gang, we did it. (laughs) Got rid of all that fur. (laughs) We're walking. Our our backs aren't crooked anymore. We're pretty vertical. We did it. And then to think of a chicken being like, is everyone happy with this? (laughs) And the rest of them being like, why would we be? We're everyone's favorite meal. We used to do the eating. I have to peck in the dirt. This is awful. We barely fly? Like, <laughs> why did we stick to this bird thing so hard even? Like, just God. a lot of blame. This was, was you, Gary. This was you. Don't blame this on us. Yeah. You said, we, oh, we won't have to eat as much. You know how much time we're, how big we are. It's exhausting to find food. Well, now it sucks. Isn't this efficient? Oh, cool. I'm so efficient. <laughs> I can now exist on a handful of dust. What a brag. (laughs) I used to own this place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So embarrassing. Terrible. Yeah. But, you know, like, they're the dinosaurs just watching their friends starve to death. Yeah. We got to do something. But then there are some birds where you see, like, vultures, and you're like, yeah, you still look menacing. You still look like a monster. And you still are a bird. Like, you, it's best of all those worlds. Like, you could still just, like, hold like those are like birds with street cred yeah they like held on to their dinosaur street cred or something (laughs) one of the many things that i have pitched and unsuccessfully sold here in los angeles (laughs) one of the many (laughs) well i did this for the explosion land cd i sent everyone like this single panel of a comic and they had to and they did this is real like um they started a twitter page called explosion land puzzle and a facebook page and then they would post their comic and then they could see the whole story which i thought was a fun way for like a bunch of strangers to have to work together right but the story was about a a tyrannosaurus rex who had unusually long arms and a bigger than average brain <laughs> so he looked really stupid to other t-rexes but he had uh. all the skills to be the best <laughs> oh man so i think about that in terms of evolution and like adaptation that yeah when the first chimp or you know like stood up and the other ones were like what an idiot but then it could reach higher in the trees and stuff and yeah like, that's pretty that's attractive right right what was it about a smaller t-rex that had like the females going been, like oh look at this little guy right that's my man yeah <laughs> It had to just be like, I I just assume all of that is like just a change because it, it's all evolution is all adaptation. So it has to be like literally the air is changing. It can't support something this big anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't I mean, I haven't read up. I, I'm in the I'm not even in the middle, but I have this great book so far. It's been a good read called The Rise and Fall of Dinosaurs. I need to, I got to pull up the author's name, but it's really good. And I want to figure out like. Dude, what are their theories on that too? Like the car, like the efficiency of size and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. how that kind of evolved to be. It had to just be like so little of this planet is now habitable that we have to be so little too. Yeah, that's got to be it. One of the I, ancient aliens' sort of crackpot theories about Mars is like, you know, there are 
pebbles and things that look like water at one time ran over them. So they don't, they form, right. they look like river rocks and there are channels where it looks like, oh, there's a spring there. Yeah. They, 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 Why would these rocks be so smooth if not for water? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so some of the thinking is that they're taller, more slender, less gravity. So they are like seven feet tall. They're thin because of the atmosphere. Yeah. So the aliens that come visit us are really like from the past are are i forget what it is it's a compelling sort of fun like oh that'd be cool like what if your planet was dying you found a way to sort of go into the time space existence and just let time sort of pass by you sort of like in top gun where they hit the brakes and oh right yeah (laughs) yeah let's just let time speed ahead and then we'll come back and then the mars people like keep checking in like is our planet back yet and we're like, we're, no, we're not even close. <laughs> yeah. I, think that, I, don't know, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to look up this book because got to give it a proper. I, I was bring, I was pulling up. Uh, speaking of uh, short T Rex arms, <laughs> <laughs> something uh, we found fascinating. The it looks like the Carnotosaurus. Carnotosaurus. Yeah. yeah. Really <laughs> Thank had. You. If, Thank if you. you think the T Rex had a a bad run. With short <laughs> arms, the Carnotosaurus, uh, their arms were even shorter and backwards, and backwards with like infant, like just infant how fingers. Does that trait it's, keep getting passed. On? How does it stick long enough to even find a fossil yeah. record of it? Right, right. Yeah. I want to hear Darwin's thought on <laughs> thoughts on these. Good God, oh, this is. I almost got this, but okay. The rise and fall of the dinosaurs: a new history of a lost world. Dougie just tried the backwards arm move and his <laughs> headphones fell off. <laughs> By uh, I'm back. Stephen L. Brusata or Brusat, B-R-U-S-A-T-T-E. It's such a good read. Like, I'm, I only got like a third. I, I haven't finished it, but it's such a good read and it just like paints such a cool, like, I never really thought of paleontologists as like almost these Indiana Jones-esque, like, they hear just story of like, yeah, there's a place like over like on the other side of the world where they say blah 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 and they just go like there's no concrete evidence or anything they just hear like this great story yeah and then they go and just explore and kill nazis and they slaughter and they the faces melt yeah. etc <laughs> but yeah like this it's such a cool re- i never thought of like their lives like that i just thought where it's like montana get a tent chip 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 and just like speaking of montana and what you were just talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. have you read tyrannosaurus sue I think that's what it's called. It's about I've, I've watched a documentary. I haven't read the book. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Really fascinating that. So you were talking about the top ten. Most yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most complete. Well, she's the most complete. She, that's the one. Oh. Yeah. And that story started with Sue Hendrickson just taking her dog for a walk and just sort of like being in tune with the world, just walking along. I mean, like just getting a weird feeling about that hill. Whoa. And went over and just started digging and then found. The, Sue. the skull was like 50 what? feet away. Yeah. So she just starts digging, finds it, and she becomes like this removed character from the story. The land that it's on technically is on deeded ground to Native Americans, First mm-hmm. Nation people, but it's owned by a rancher. Yeah. And the state says they own it. So right. Everyone ends up fighting for like who gets credit. Yeah. It goes and sits in a crate wow. for like it's a decade. Such an emotional story. It's nuts. It's such but a bummer. But she was the best part of it because she just like I just the cool part is done. I found it. Right. Great. Do whatever you want. Fight for it. Whatever Ugh. she. Yeah. But so mad. That fight like, is so. It's such so a petty bummer. And so yeah. Dumb. It's yeah. It petty. It's so petty. 
for all these people that just like put so much into it or so happy and then yeah. like have it kind of pulled away but that uh, Sue exhibit in Chicago is getting a big facelift this year oh cool yeah it's getting like this whole wing so I'm like kind of in my mind like hey, this year maybe next year go to Chicago for the first time when it's like this Hell revamp yeah. yeah I'm so excited if, if yeah. you can get on a plane again i know a guy in houston who gave us a guided tour through the natural history museum there with a cool laser pointer he could point out specific things on fossils and stuff whoa it was fantastic i'll I'll try to hook you up with that dude what kind of like what would he point out so Uh, specific traits and things where they could you know the delineation between like because this ridge here going back to like early Oh God! What are those like plankton esque um, oh. swirly things? Oh, like oh a- shoot! Yeah, I know what you mean. So he would point to like these ridges; these date to this time period, and we know this. Wow! Like, so just little specific details. Like, of course, obviously, I don't remember all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, there were like, little points like that, and then when we were walking around the museum here the other day, where it's like, yeah, we can see because there's still a seam in this vertebrae we know like if it was an adult it there would have been like it would have all sealed shut yeah. already so this is a young specimen like, mm-hmm. i love all that little stuff definitely like that that uh, t-rex skeleton though like one of the 10 most complete or whatever they're like and he and is it's the biggest one in there and he's only 17 years old yeah. i love that too <laughs> it's like he's a teenager yeah ah, it's so great i don't know why that's i just love I it i got really into during my hospital stuff i was watching forensic files and it's sort of similar where like science just gets to the bottom of it and there's yeah this, there, the, it has the best payoff because it's only cases that were solved and like the person was convicted like prosecuted and convicted mm-hmm. so every case starts with like there's no way how in the heck and right. then they do it they find the person through science and i feel like that's when you hear someone talking about the seam or pointing at a fossil thing. Yeah. It was just that human need to know just consistently like, what does that mean? And then finding, finding conclusive evidence like, ah, it means it was a kid 17 or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I know. I always get that moment too. Even like when we're at the museum, like, boy, like for as much as they can go down to that almost like microscopic level and, you know, like solve a mystery or solve a crime or whatever. It's like, but then they're showing footage of like an excavation or a dig site or whatever. It's yeah. like, I can't even tell bone to rock. And it's just like right. so frustrating that like the naked, I couldn't even pull those two together like yeah. um, without like an education behind it or whatever. But, yeah, there's that, uh, there was a, a a mom that had like a fetus in the stomach and I was trying to figure out like, where is that? Like you couldn't figure out. Oh, right. What yeah. was, good God. It was like, yeah, yeah. Just this mess of a, yeah, it was like this wall display of this like Mosasaurus or something. And they, they were like, yeah, and she's pregnant. Like, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll take well, your word so for it. I feel so bad for him in that situation because we have that thought, but our natural inclination is more often to like trust science. Yeah. And if that person and all of their colleagues go, well done, pat on the back. Yeah, yeah, this bone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This, that absolutely had to adjust or make room or that would certainly be where a birth canal or whatever Something or, yeah, be, yeah. yeah 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 and then they they pat him on the back and then we come look at the exhibit and go okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but other people come and go no way yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't believe that could happen therefore it doesn't well, yeah have you been to the uh, jurassic uh, museum of jurassic technology oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it's kind of like I, I wish we could have taken yeah. him but kind of similar where it's for me any museum could be that <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah that makes sense yeah. but they're, the whole point is to screw with you and like mm-hmm. this kind of sounds like it would work but maybe <laughs> not and some of it's true some of it's not yeah, yeah. 
It's fun though, because when you know one is definitively just a goof. You know, yeah, it's fun. Where am I? This is all just nonsense. <laughs> it's a fun feeling. It really like, and so you. I guess you do need that. Like we were just talking about how science is wrong, and yet we go see the birth thing. And like, Interesting. Right. So should we be like, bullshit, man? It is so easy. Prove it more. It's so easy to buy into something and so easy to not buy. Like, you know what I mean? You could go on one end of the spectrum or the other of just like, that's bullshit or okay. Like (laughs) when we were going through that whole museum, it's just like fact, fact, fact. And then we were in just this wing that was just like California nature and not even so much history just right. this is like nature that exists around california and there was this glassed off thing with a big rattlesnake just sitting there oh, yeah. and then just turn out to be real <laughs> yeah, but we, it was like you just go through it everything's a bone or a model and we're just like why do they have a sign about tapping on the glass like why would you have that for <laughs> just a bunch of fake stuff and it was like oh it was so easy to just buy into like nothing here is real and then you see his head like go and you're just like, oh, that's alive! Oh god, <laughs> it's so easy. Was to that just... the only thing that was living? It was in the there? only living think, thing? Yeah. They had two living snakes. Everything else I, is I long a, dead and gone. I had to ask someone if it was alive because we were staring at it for five minutes and like no movement. I wonder what the uh, what their goal is for when it does eventually die of natural causes. I think you taxidermy it, or do they yeah. just get a new live snake to essentially? Yeah. If right. you saw it like you did, and there was no tap on the glass, and you just saw a taxidermied snake, like. Oh, that's what they look like up close. Yeah. Live or dead, that's really all you're going for. You don't need, oh, it's tails rattling. Okay, worth it. I yeah. don't think you need to see it living. <laughs> no, especially in a place where nothing else is. Yeah, yeah it was such a random. It, it actually bummed me out because it was like this tiny <laughs> aquarium. Just box, yeah. And it's this pretty big snake. Uh, the snake was probably almost as long as the entire, and you know, like cage or whatever. And you know i asked the guy i was like hey is this a real snake or or not we can't figure it out because it wasn't like <laughs> there's no like breathing you or even, yeah. yeah you couldn't even see the like expanding doesn't contract- that feel like consciousness doesn't it feel like exactly what you would do if you were that snake like oh, oh, oh you, you want to see me <laughs> right or move <laughs> enjoy this <And> then <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. a statue all day yeah and then it's the perfect like I'll move my head just to really freak him out. And then I won't move again for yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, cause it kept us like captivated, but I asked him and he was like, yeah, they're, they're the masters of conservation and like saving energy. But it, at the same time, it's like, well, he's got like two feet to work with. <laughs> so why is he saving energy? <laughs> yeah. Like what is, he should figure this out. He's yeah. a dumb heard? snake. <laughs> I mean, you see animals freak out, you know, like if you're dealing with, especially like sheep, you know, you can, yeah. you can just walk in a pen and they'll start running into the fence, even though the gate's wide open. And you're like, no, 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 I'm just trying to get you to scuttle out of here. And they're just jamming into, like, they'll hurt themselves. Yeah. Whoa. You have to go stop them from hurting. Hey, hey, go this way. And yeah. then they leave and like, oh, <laughs> but prior to that, they're just freaking out. I don't think you see that with reptiles. I've never yeah. seen a snake no. just freaking out. Well, that's not true. I just jogged my memory. I've Whoa. caught a snake one time and... Of course you did. <laughs> but this was the hardest snake I ever had to catch. I went to try to catch it. Wait, time out. This is the most Huntsburgery. Yeah. Like, I make my shoes. I catch snakes. I've been kicked in the stomach by a horse. I can rank the hardest snakes to catch in my life. <laughs> Continue. Okay. Yeah, it's, I, this one was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It bit me. It didn't oh, have fangs. Oh, okay. So I was like, I remember checking my hand and being like, oh, 
hey, I'm all right. And nothing yeah. went in, nothing pierced it's still me. still terrifying. Oh, it, it, it was not cool. Yeah. And it, and then I panicked just looking at my hand like, yeah. what am I doing? And then the snake <laughs> Yeah, that's a off. great question, by it, the was way. Was it in your house? <laughs> no, it went out into like this horse pasture. So I had, so then I got smart. Oh, this smart. is like back in the day? Yeah, this is when I was in high school. Yeah. So I put on some leather gloves. Yeah. I got a bucket. And then I went out and the snake it's like zoomed out into the crowd but then Why realized you trying like, to catch him I, I ended up taking it to school and showing my friends okay and sure no one was impressed yep. so then yeah I, that yeah, also like, checks yeah, out this is the mountains david of course <laughs> so i took it i just took it back and let it go like sorry, sorry about all that <laughs> that guy's got all the stories <laughs> all the snake buddies next thing i know i'm in this bucket in the front of this pickup truck the, the lid gets lifted i off. went to school <laughs> everyone looked in disappointed <laughs> I felt like an idiot snake has low self esteem I mean I'm not the prettiest guy we all agree on that but I'm uh, sure I know I'm no prize <laughs> give me a smile at least I'm in a bucket <laughs> so okay so we no, really so, derailed you but I, I marched toward the snake and it was it was just sitting there like alright man you and me and so I had to like run around it and then it would take off away from me. And I just wanted to grab its tail. Yeah. Steve Irwin style. Right. Which I did. And then I. You know, went, he died doing <laughs> that. His was a stingray. Sting yeah, no, Man, but all the things. things. Yeah, I'm done catching snakes. <laughs> I caught one a couple years ago, just like. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a hike with some real LA dandies and there was a snake in front of us on the trail, just fully stretched out Dope. straight. And I go, oh, snake. No one had noticed. And went, ah! Oh, wow. And then, I, and then I just went over and picked up its tail. And then the snake just sort of laid there like, hey. And then I just dropped the tail like, okay. And then it just yeah, yeah, left, yeah. left the trail, you know, went on its way. Right. So then everyone could walk. But it's they- cool that we know Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> do you- <laughs> That's completely foreign to you? Do you-, you would never do that? Oh, never. I wouldn't never. grab it. I would try to, I mean, you wouldn't want to try to hop over it Here's unless you knew I, what it was. I, do you, can you I identify knit, yeah. a couple by sight? Sure. A okay, little yeah. like uh, garner snakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. This one, I think, was a bull snake, I want to say. I but it's shorty. But like isn't that poisonous? Bull snake? I don't think so. Oh, no? Okay. This one. And maybe I have my snake uh, classifications inaccurate. Sure. Like, this one's not... Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's getting dark. And it went in I don't... Wow, my arm's really swollen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like admitting this, but... Uh, I'm like, Just because I don't like harming any animals now, but on my way out, like moving from Texas to Los Angeles, uh, I stopped uh, the midway point. Oddly, is still in Texas, El Paso. I was... Yeah. Uh, I stayed at my uncle's ranch and it was amazing. And I decided I'm going to have this Texas bucket list. And on those things, I wanted to eat barbecue, drink beer, shoot guns. Uh, and he told me there's a lot of snakes on that ranch. You have that cool story where you're on a horse, double guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most Texas. And uh, I wanted to kill a rattlesnake because they were all over the place. And so I did all... Oh, and get a new pair of boots. I did all of it in 48 hours. Wow. And at one point, like... My my cousin was living there at the time, and he was like, "Hey man, just so you know, the snake thing's probably not going to happen in like a very short window. Like you come across them, but it's not all the time." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay," but we went driving around, like because after I guess when the sun's going down, they come out to like cool down on the roads, mm-hmm. and so we went out there. We had a shotgun in the back of the truck, and we come across a snake, and he was like, "There it is." And he gives me the shotgun, and I've never, I've never shot guns until that weekend, uh, just BB guns. 
and I pull out the gun and I go, is this going to hurt? Like, cause I was, I was worried about the kick and, oh. and I saw him a, a weirdo about noises. So I was like afraid it was gonna be too loud. And he was like, yeah, it's going to hurt and it's gonna be loud. Oh. And he, he was like, do it. And I just felt peer pressure and I, killed this snake Jeez. right then and there first shot really nailed it <laughs> worst story i don't know know a weird thing about killing snakes what's if that? you're close enough to them with a handgun if you just start moving the gun back and forth they'll they follow, follow it, it so they become what? an accurate oh, target to just you wow jeez i've never done that i've heard that and i just thought no one should be proud of shooting yeah. snakes <laughs> that way wow. yeah. yeah poor snakes just boy, like oh, i'm oh, following boy. you yeah i see everything this here. is pretty oh, cool oh i just shot it right in the head <laughs> without any I've never, I, so grew up catching tons of lizards in the desert all the time. I've logged hundreds of desert hours, yeah. <laughs> and I've never seen a rattlesnake. Really? Wow. No, oh, I, wow. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I've heard them, and one time someone killed one with a shovel, like cut its head off. Right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 18-inch long or so. Wow. And then gave it to me, and I skinned it. And then if you take snake skin and like attach it to anything, it just naturally adheres to yeah, it, yeah, basically yeah. for yep. life. Really? And yeah, it yeah. fit perfectly on a hammer, so this sweet-ass wow. Oh my god! Hammer, that was really cool. I didn't know that about skin, the snake skin. Yeah, yeah, wow. it's really interesting to work Let's with. Let's put it I, all over our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad that the snake had been killed and that it was young, and I was like, we should at least in some way like yeah. pay some level of respect. And you to knew it. how to skin them? No, I didn't. I just started doing it. Oh. And I think someone showed me. Someone was like, well, oh, you okay. should start here and do this. It's pretty. There's only really yeah. straightforward, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin, like right then and there, cut off the rattle and gave it to me. He's like, you got to keep this. And oh yeah. I still have it at, in our apartment and it smells so bad. Like, <laughs> it's in this little thing when you ever open the container. It's like, why do I still have this? One thing what? that was oh, weird. prominently displayed in my room as a kid was a mason jar full of maybe 15 rattles. Oh, whoa. And some of them would have like, you know, 10 or 12. So you could pick them up and shake them like a baby toy. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. I never and thought much about I never thought like, oh, those are 15 things that died. Yeah. Because they were an inconvenience. And <laughs> you've never seen one. And never saw one. So maybe it was because that jar was there. I was in some way, <sighs> you know, endowed with a, a connection to the snakes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up loving predator like it's uh i don't know like reptiles and sharks and all that. i don't know why i always gravitated towards like natural predators and all that stuff mm-hmm. I, they're always fascinating to me you kind of your natural eye thing is kind of squinty yeah so maybe you're, I, a, very <laughs> predator. you're you're also you're like a predator <laughs> <laughs> let's get that out on the record <laughs> Gutman, a predator. <laughs> but the good kind. Yeah. The kind little And out. that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, sharks do mostly good for the ocean, you know? Yeah. They're good. You need them. I was thinking about this to go back onto the um, sort of the fossil record, so to speak. Yeah. Or the idea yeah. of like evolving and uh, and being aware of it. I've thinking about some something about this appeals to me like as stand-up material but mm. i haven't sat down and like written it at all but right. i do like the idea of how silly and antiquated racism is in that if you believe in adam and eve or something like that mm-hmm. then and i do yeah, of course you do god my two favorite people it still <laughs> starts with just the two people so regardless yeah. of that there would still be you they're not asian they're not, you know, like the look of them right. is very like, well, clearly some level of evolution happened. There wasn't Adam and Eve and then 10 other couples that had different right. skin tones. Right, 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 right. So if you're, if you're more in line with people evolving from Africa, all looking roughly the same, I just, it makes me laugh thinking of like the pyramids 
and people, so like Egyptians at that point being like so racist, <laughs> just being like, we built this, never mix with other skin pigment types because we'll lose this. We'll lose this great genius. And right. then if you were just from afar, had watched humans evolve the whole time, you'd be like, oh, then, then this happened and they moved here. The weather was this way. Their skin and features changed a little bit like this. And then it's constantly moving yeah. and changing. And yet at singular points, people go, this is the best. Don't mess with this. Yeah. Don't yeah. change this. I wonder if that's just because leading up to it, it was so not great. Where you're just like, we finally, this. look how good this is. <laughs> we can't risk losing any of this. <laughs> but Do then, you see what we just made? <laughs> oh, God. We finally have plumbing. <laughs> but then someone would go, yeah, yeah, but you said that 2,500 yeah, right. years ago, you right. idiot. Yeah, you yeah. didn't want us to change because we had a drum. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> First of all, I love that you said Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Secondly, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> like it really is like messed up that like all the pictures are like this white couple that like well, come on, yeah, like, <laughs> oh yeah, boy, what a bold move! It's so weird, like who? Because it was artists painting the Bible, which I think is so funny that people that are illiterate got the Bible painted to them. Then now two millennia later or say you know 1500 years later conservatively yeah people who are real into the bible don't like art like you you wouldn't know the goddamn bible right. if it was not for artists painting it for your stupid ass ancestors so that bothers me but then, like, the people who painted it yeah i don't could have been a variety of skin tones but it was not white people painting it so why did they then how does the Bible start appearing to everyone as a couple of white people or a bunch of white people? Right. I, I t this is so stupid. I tweeted something recently about Michelangelo's David. I didn't know. I guess that was supposed to be him right before the fight. Did you know that? No. Like I like I read this recently, and it was like, why was he naked right before he fought? <laughs> like that's the most vulnerable you could be. Like yeah. This. Yeah, I wonder what is the the timeline or like the date on when you like when you first start seeing that art of just like white Adam, white Steve. Like how long ago was that? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> he said white Adam, white Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, was it a quiet sort? Because who? Who dictated that? Yeah, when who commissioned like, it? Who agreed to it? And also, what was that even conversation? Like, uh, you're going to want to whiten that up a little bit. Right. We have, like, an idea here. We're trying the, to... I've, and I always say his name wrong. Ron. White Adam, I White Steve. I think I always Ronnie. say Tay quotes Coates, and it's Ta-Nahisi Coates, I believe. But he, the book that he wrote, that really, that I read, was about, like, the how white became this amalgam you know, like coming here, Italians beaten, treated horribly, right. Irish, etc. Yeah. But now you're like, oh, white people, and everyone gets lumped into that. Yeah. But think of an Italian person painting the Bible, and, you, and for them to be like, oh, no, whiten this skin up just yeah. a touch. Right. Like, why? Why not? Look at you. Your, yeah, your skin's yeah. pretty dark. Why would? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's so weird. But yeah. then the Super Mario Brothers were created and it <laughs> evened out everything. I like it, the blonde hair. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I man. feel like if you, maybe you're more inclined to be racist if you do believe in like the biblical stuff, because then you can, you can, okay, yeah, yeah, it was created purposefully this way. But I don't, I just don't see how you could like look at human beings as anything other than like your skin pigment has more in it than mine. 
we're the same species. Right. It's so silly. I I don't know. I can't is, get over that yeah. that someone could be like, we're a lot different, you and me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> Look at that hair. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's solve this right now. <laughs> the three of us, well, these started, white guys. Well, no, it started drinking from the, IPAs. Because like, the idea of like trying to empathize with... And whoever. So then you go, yeah. ah, like put yourself in the shoes of someone who is an, is an adult who's racist. You've been around people. You've still maintained it. Was it like how you were raised? How did it stick in there? How did you, did you yeah. have some, a few bad experiences and you just decided like that, that's it. That's everyone of that group. Right. I hate them. So you try to like empathize with that. And then if you can put yourself in their shoes, then like, what would you say to them to try to in some way shed a little light that they maybe would go, oh yeah, that is, that's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't that's know. how I started thinking about it is like from the whole timeline of humanity, looking at it overall, like how it's going to shift and change. There was a period where everyone's like, we're all going to look like Tiger Woods and Tyra Banks. <laughs> that's going to be the, right. when all the, and I just feel like that's so short sighted. That might happen in the next 100 years or so, mm-hmm. but then we don't know like yeah. what the atmosphere is going to be like. We could look dramatically different. Or we're all it. dead. Or we're dead. For sure. Yeah, but yeah. I just, I mean, 7 billion, even if it's a mass die off, there will be people that have gills or crazy nose configurations <laughs> or squinty ass eyes like that. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll live through it. And then that'll be a... I've a, seen Waterworld. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. We it's just real. watched Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. It's real. It's going to, I just feel like some level of humanity will exist and we're just in this we're in it we're in the spectrum right now pretending like it's gonna level out and stay oh there was there that was a a stand-up bit that you would see a few people do or maybe even just like a general like just observation of people like oh if we evolve from monkeys why are there still monkeys what (laughs) if that is an evolutionary thing in place for when we're wiped out and we can start over like <laughs> yeah. it's like all right we still have those monk you know it's like when you still have something backed up on a like floppy disk or yeah, something yeah. where it's like oh we can still launch that original code yeah and get back to human again yeah that's just a, our, <laughs> our safety net is still having monkeys around to evolve back from and the was that my throat that was me. That was you. <laughs> I, that shocked me as That's well. It's such a weird sound that everyone goes, was that my throat? Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those, like, unless, I didn't feel it, but I went, that could have been my throat. That could have been me, yeah. <laughs> the, I love that, the idea of chance, like the dice roll there. Us being gone is like the dominant predator. Predator. Did I say it right? Predator? Yeah. What did yeah. I say? Yeah, predator. Yeah. Us being gone in that way, then buildings start to crumble and fall, maybe decades go by or you know millennia yeah but then that one chimp is born with the weird spina bifida problem yeah and it sets in motion like you were saying like the the root code for like when you grab a plant and just put a twig in the ground you yeah break a piece of it off and like okay let's see what it gr- it won't grow into the same plant but pretty close close so yeah would they that'd be fun to watch yeah like if you if there is an afterlife that'd be a fun one It'd be like oh. here let's reset humanity and see where they go this time yeah oh they meant they made the internet again yeah oh it's <laughs> inevitable their air's fresher again mm-hmm. yeah everything's a little cleaner but there's still like yeah what if that is just like what the grand canyon in is and stuff is just like the remnants of some like subway system that's a long gone or whatever it'd be yeah. really weird if every time they made 
the Mighty Ducks trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Raj Desai's bit from last night at the five-year anniversary of the Junk Show. Oh, yeah, he was funny. That was a great show, man. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Thanks. keep doing Junk Show. That oh, was thanks. so good, dude. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a really fun one. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else? You seem to have it a blast. <laughs> <laughs> um... Watch, I don't know, watching humanity over and over again. Yeah. To me, that just, I like when you were saying, like, oh, it's cleaner, it's better. I think that's what we'd all root for. Like, yeah. oh, we're, we're the we're the C minus, and there's so many options that could be a B or <laughs> right, an A. Yeah. But I see it as like mildew or bacteria in a loaf of bread that you left for too it, mm-hmm. You don't look at your loaf of bread when you left it out, or you, you know, you went away for a while, and like, oh, shit, I forgot about that bread, and you come home, and it's covered in mold. Yeah. You don't examine it and go, this is different than last time's mold. That's right. humanity to me. <laughs> it's just always going to be mold. devouring all the resources yeah. and polluting and being a little bit greedy and a little bit overzealous yeah. and mad at itself and infighting and all the stuff that we do. I would think that would happen every single time you press go on that like simulation. Yeah, I don't know. I, I inspect my bread. I always, I'm like, no, this is different. I want to see proof. Yeah. Show me some photos. <laughs> all right. That would be interesting if you constantly, just, one, just wasted that much bread. <laughs> <laughs> but then two, had cataloged photos that you could sort of stop motion it, you know, like go through, here's Ooh. a thousand loaves of bread that have all spoiled over the course of the last, however long in my life. And right. look at how the patterns are different. What if you started to see the same pattern over and over? That'd be it. That'd be fun to know. Yeah, that, like, that'd be mul- really fun. There's a, yeah. <laughs> it would, there's, yeah. what's that thing called? Um, oh, bio dome. Do, no, it's biodome two. <laughs> <laughs> this dome gets, uh, <laughs> what's a good biodome sequel name? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> How has that not happened? Yeah. Also, especially now when we're legitimately practicing yeah. to go to Mars, Mars and having yeah. people live in like secluded areas. Yeah. And they do that very quietly. We're like, Oh, this group just got back from living on a remote, one of the Hawaiian islands for two right. years, no contact. Yeah. They and in the a- golden age of just reboots and also just a sequel that happens 30 years after the first, <laughs> like how has that not happened? Yeah. It's such a low budget thing to pull off. Give us biodome. Too. Come on guys, <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> I feel like I derailed whatever you were. Uh... No, no way, man. Oh, you were saying bio something snap. Oh, snap, yeah. Snap. Anyway, like uh, they've, and this is a like photo. Like, why can't it's one of those words that you hear and you're like, yeah. I don't remember that because it's a cool sounding word, right? And it's the patterns that bacteria like in caves would make on the walls. Oh, and yeah. they do these weird oh, yeah. like patterny. Yes, it looks like they're trying to send a message, like they're right. trying to write something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, so dude. they're all different and unique, like snowflakes almost. Right, but very. Oh, God, what are they called? It's driving me crazy. Yeah. But that sort of thing that if you started lo- looking at your bread, what if it was trying to... <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I feel like this one double IPA <laughs> plus last night's booze. Yeah. I'm like... It's, it's a reboot. It really is. I'm Biodome 2 myself over here. <laughs> I just Biodome Is myself. that the official Junk Show mug, by the way? <laughs> it is. Brett Kern. Man. Says bread on it. Yeah. That's a really... It is amazing to see in person. <laughs> I love I also it. wonder, like, because so much of, like, there's that sub-theme of the show, which is, like, the beer that you have during the thing. Uh-huh. Have you heard from beer enthusiasts where it's, like, do they have thoughts on ceram- drinking beer out of ceramic? Uh, to answer your question, I've not heard from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's not even recording this. <laughs> uh, no, that, every now and again, someone will send me a link or an article or something of like, I'm, I'm, way, I'm way more into canned beer now. It's more yeah. efficient to package and, yeah. and it stays so cold. It stays and blah, colder. Blah, blah. Yeah, it's more yeah, environmentally yeah. friendly. Like right, glasses. Yeah. It cetera, would be so funny if it was just every, every time it was just like, I'm, Coors Light, uh, Miller Light, <laughs> Anheuser Busch. Uh, you know, stay with the Inbev family. <laughs> Milwaukee's <laughs> best, <laughs> the beast. I was wondering because I never thought about drinking beer out of a ceramic thing. You just think of like coffee mugs or whatever. Yeah. So I wondered, like, if I always wondered when this podcast started, if if uh, beer people were like, "That's not how dare you." The compromise, blah blah blah. Good question. I didn't even think of it because it's painted so nicely or it's so smooth. It yeah, doesn't really feel like a mug. It feels more like. The similarities between this and glass, yeah, are, to me, so close that, oh man, I'm noticing there's like a little hairline, little crack in it. Oh, oh no, I wonder if that's boy. been there the whole time. Oh man, oh you have ingested some glass for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm so delicate with this thing, and I remember he was on the show, and I asked yeah. him about it. And he was like, I think it's porcelain, so you could like drop it, and it should be okay. So wow, this is like strong, strong Whoa. stuff. But I wow. treat it, I treat it like right, it's let's made. See. <laughs> I treat it like it's very delicate. No, it's so nice. I would just always, because I also know just how, with any scene, for lack of a better word, like how precious people can be with their scene, Mm -hmm. if there was any, like, opinions on all this stuff. I think about that sometimes, because it's like, I try to play music that has less than X amount of views on Yeah. So... It's the things where like a band would go, hey, thanks for sharing it, as opposed to like, you'll be hearing from our lawyers. Right. <laughs> and so by doing, and same thing with beer. I like when people make and craft things. Yeah. I think the differentiation between the term, like the toughest tools made are by craftsmen. Yeah. Craftsmen tools. These are, oh, that's craftsmen? Woo. Craftsmen. Right. And yet if you know a man who does crafts, it's the lamest. <laughs> yeah. You go, oh, this yeah. is my buddy. He's into crafts. Like, oh, how many cats does he own? Yeah. <laughs> He's a real hobby lobby nut. <laughs> but I do think crafting still has this very American tradition to me of like Absolutely. when people used to like hand plane things. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. When beer is made that way, I love it. I want to share it and get the word In out. In about a year or so from now, we'll, we'll have to, you got to come back to Texas. Yeah, and I want to do a, Live Oak. I've got, well, Live Oak and I've got buddies that just moved a little out they moved to Lubbock to open their own brewery hell yeah so is this a round tree in those guys the guys you used to live with in the, the, yeah really I remember yeah, they were Chris getting real Sean, into uh-huh. to brewing and they had like an they Aust- brewed the beer for your wedding yep yeah yep they brewed that beer exclusively they, they've they done an Austin beer magazine for years that's so cool like like a legit like yeah. have advertising stuff and so they just moved to open their own brewery and Daniel almost burned your house down and almost yeah. Dan- Daniel did that <laughs> and my favorite Daniel story is <laughs> sorry I, I didn't want to take away from <laughs> no 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 to finish up my point was just like I could see this show being sort of frowned upon by like see it seeming too hip or something but i feel like i'm a hipster. oh it doesn't come off like that to me oh okay oh, 100%. I, listen, I feel like i'm a hipster no <laughs> one ever emily rose cracks up at that like you're not a, you no, you're, no, you're no. not you're, <laughs> you're not, not cool enough i want to be because <laughs> uh, i do like beer that's i feel like when people like your friends who wouldn't root for that it's such an american thing yeah and yet if you went into a bar and were like i want to get that round tree beer the gutman beer and people would go 
fancy pants, yeah. drink Bud Light, <laughs> mass produced with the cheapest ingredients imaginable. <laughs> right. And I just don't get that. Yeah. So I feel like the d- delineation between whatever that is, too precious or things and or like caring, it's, yeah. a, it's a murky sort of gray area. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't hear from people a ton. But you've like, also always walked through a couple of those worlds too where you're like the like, you know, hiking through a hill horseshoeing and stuff and then also <laughs> like, I like snake. to draw cartoons. <laughs> like, I love that duality that's in Huntsberger oh, so much. Man. It's like, yeah, cowboys and what about the stars? <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, man. dude. All right, I um, I cut you off. All right, you felt like you were derailing it, but I I, did, oh. I didn't think you were. I want to close up that little that loop. That loop, yeah. And then we we're going to talk about DJ or something. Oh yeah, yeah. My favorite story in that house, and this is not an accurate story, but this is the way I tell it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Is that he was so drunk that he? Is our friend Daniel Jackson that yeah. we all. Love. Yeah, Austin, old old buddy. Yeah, and yeah. we had the hooligan show back then. Oh yeah, and me and Daniel and Dougie would do this show, and Gutman was a big part of it. One time, ran the lights so aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were talk about that last night. I really did. I I thought it would uh, throw you under the bus a little too much. But I don't think people would care. I think it's just funny. But I thought it would seem like I was like, this piece of shit. But it's one of my favorite stories that we were like flashing the light aggressively. And his eyes are so squinty. Does he not see us? Those predator eyes. (laughs) And he just holds the mic in both hands and stares dead ahead. And then after five minutes of this light flashing, he just... Just quietly goes, I see the light. <laughs> and kept that, going for like 10 no, minutes. No, is that true? 100% true. And we were all just like, Gutman? He's like the most polite, <laughs> considerate person. Why is he doing this? Oh, God. So fun. Oh, man. So then we would go back to your house. Yeah, my we, place. We had yeah. like guitars everywhere. It was a bachelor yeah. pad. A lot of And bachelor. just around the corner. Yeah, yeah, right around the corner from the club and... Daniel and I would usually get some like taco cabana. Yep. Head over there, oh. stay up till five in the morning. Yep. And and a lot of times he would do that whether I was involved or not. But right. the nights where he'd come home really drunk, some of them were scary stories where yeah. he was a, rec- a danger to himself. <laughs> right. My favorite is I don't remember if it was you. This is how I tell it. And even if you correct me, I still will always tell no, it. No, just way, do it. Yeah. I think it's so funny. <laughs> I feel like it was maybe with John Evans. Yeah. Daniel gets home can't get into the house he's too literally too drunk to like stand up and go through the front door so john like helps him get the key in the door and then he shoves him in through the front door gets the door closed and daniel falls out the window (laughs) next to the door and he's back outside (laughs) which is not true but so here's the thing that is 100 percent true (laughs) but he didn't fall outside no he didn't go like through like an action hero (laughs) through the window but he absolutely was pushed inside, coached inside, and then fell backwards through the window next to it. And we just woke and like... Yeah, it's, it's all true. Yeah. <laughs> Did he ever thing. make any ramen at that house? <laughs> yeah, that was another story. That was just me waking up to just a, being in a house that's now a cloud. <laughs> 
I just couldn't see and just wading through all this smoking and finding just a charred brick on the stove of ramen and seeing him face down in the living room and just like, Daniel! And then he woke up and like, did you make ramen? Like, no! You did! Big six foot five, yeah, yeah, yeah. 300 pounds. But with David's hair. current awful hair. Yeah, long, long, not rocker hair. Sort of long, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, my life went off the rails kind of hair. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Driving a car that didn't go in reverse. Oh, yeah, and he had, a, he had, a, he had that joke fire. about Fred Flintstoning yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, he'd have to like, he'd open to a door and push and his foot <laughs> to go backwards. <laughs> my favorite part of that story particular okay. to the car is we remember the lake charles story where oh. five o'clock in the morning yeah he showed up at my place <laughs> we, just dro- we were stayed up all night drinking and then i guess sobered up enough to like what do you want to do yeah and daniel goes let's drive to lake charles and gamble <laughs> like all right so we did <laughs> all right we i like i gotta I got to call someone and I got to get my phone charger. So we drove and got my charger. We went to your house, I think. We picked up the. You should have already drunk, I think, on your way. Probably. Another five hours, six hours. We picked up a hitchhiker, this guy that was like in a fraternity wow. thing or something. He was wow. he was just in his boxers and he was walking. Oh, yeah, that's safe. <laughs> so we, and we didn't discuss this, but when the guy got in the car, Daniel and I just. Immediately broke into Boston accents and were of siblings, of course, who were who hated each other. So the guy gets in the car and we're like, get in the back. And then we didn't talk to him. We just every now and again we look, where are you going? Where the fuck are you going? And the guy would just be like, anywhere you want, just, like, just right here is fine. Nah, fucking tell us, we'll get you there. You you don't don't you fucking start with me the whole trip. It's like, Daniel, mom's always saying that you. I'm gonna call her. We just and finally the guy just gets out of the car, pretty terrified. Like, what did I just live through? <laughs> yeah. Drive to Lake Charles. Daniel wins like forty bucks in a slot machine. Our feet are soaking wet for some reason. We can't explain it. We were only in the car the whole time, and then we're instantly exhausted. So we pull over to rest up on our way back to Austin. Fall asleep. Yeah. Wake up. It's just about night, like dusk, and right in front of us is a police officer <gasps> standing there talking to some people. So he's not seeing us. Oh. So Daniel goes, "Oh shit." No license, or he has a license, no registration, no insurance on the car. Right. So we're like, oh boy. And I'll bet your breathalyzer wouldn't be great. Yeah. And so the he just puts the car in neutral and we just coasted so slowly away from the cop and then he started the car and we drove off the cop literally could have just reached down and grabbed the bumper and like no you don't <laughs> <laughs> you stay right here get back here but when people wow. like Daniel's stories are so fun I feel yeah. like when he yeah. went, one of his favorite things to do was take a bath yeah. Oh, come home, right. Yeah. All hammered and take a bath. And yes. Then I forgot. Get about ready that. for bed wearing just a t-shirt. Yep. Nothing else. Oh, and I know. So <laughs> <laughs> the number of times you like barge into your room with yeah. your now wife in the bed next to you. Yeah. Daniel. Daniel, get out of here. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're not wearing pants. <laughs> Is this my room? You know it's not. Come on, man. And I stand by. 
a toddler wearing a t-shirt, no pants, cutest thing ever. Yeah, a grown man. And a grown man. The most terrifying image you can possibly Absolutely. conjure up. And the bigger oh, they are, God. the more creepy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a five foot five guy. <laughs> right. Like, all right. Oh, me? Yeah, okay. But just a giant dude, because then they almost get back to baby level. It's just like, oh, get away. No. That's not right. When people go, yeah, I quit drinking. I go, what was it? I was just, you know, it was becoming a problem. I was late for things. I was missing stuff. You know, like, yeah. boy, I when someone stops drinking, I want it to be Daniel stories. Yeah. And you go, that makes sense. <laughs> you, you, you probably should have put the brakes on that. <laughs> when people tell me, they stop, I go, you didn't have a problem. I'll tell you what a problem is. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's right. this guy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then he moved to Australia, the land of the convicts. <laughs> like, yeah, he seems yeah, to be doing great. He's doing great. No, he's I'm so great. happy for yeah. that guy. Yeah, I miss him. We were doing some cheersing to him last night. Miss that guy. Yeah, that was great. That made me so happy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't emphasize how much I loved Junk Show last night. Oh, thanks, It was guys. just so great. It was all like... There were things that I hadn't seen that I was so happy to see, and then there were like those mini like Austin reunions, Pepper yeah. Through, and all that stuff, and then Chad Daniels and all that. That was just a really like perfect mixture. Yeah, I hadn't seen Swordson perform in a long time. Yeah, that was like, such a great highlight too for me. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I, um, Chuck Watkins got to get up on stage again. He led yeah, the charge. Yeah, and he did yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, he jumped up first thing yeah. during that little speed round. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the brain injury has helped his joke writing. <laughs> <laughs> I love the joke he did. Yeah. About no, losing his smell. I even talked to him a bunch afterwards. Like, yeah, that is the sense to lose. <laughs> and I tried to, like, help him. Like, I was not help, but I was saying, like, yeah, that's such a great premise of, like, oh, you never look at something like I wish you could smell that like you know what I mean <laughs> every now and again you're watching a commercial and like oh when they invent like TV you can smell yeah they'll really be but it's sales. few and far between but yeah, it's, it's so not, yeah 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 not vital no but no Chuck was great it was a really fun show that's the that's the tough part is like it's, there's a lot of work that goes into it I, yeah and sometimes I'll be like laboring away doing whatever whether it's the posters or just booking stuff or right. like editing things yeah and then emily rose will be like let's go do whatever i'm like mm-hmm. this is what the show takes like it's it, yeah. i have to do this yeah because you are kind of doing your, your own version of just like a variety show yeah music magic comedy you like your monologues and like there's an animate like there's so much going into it but it's yeah. presented in like a low maintenance way that people may not feel realize right. how much is yeah. behind the scenes for something like I that? always just love watching it though so I yeah. like when I'm frustrated by like whether maybe there's a small turnout or just right. like ah, this is too much work yeah. then I watch the show or like last night like how fun it is then I'm like I don't care if no one shows up it's it's even fun if there's like five there's something there. about and it's so nice when you find it's almost like just space specific like venue specific but it's not a venue it's like a room where it's like there are those certain spots you find where it almost if you have even just a couple warm bodies it fills that like yeah just general vibe like and it just makes it work like you need so little to like get that good thing going thanks man yeah, yeah i feel I, I feel that way as well uh, yeah so then people that are listening uh have come to the show which is cool like i like when people great. like have a trip to la plan and they swing by and catch yeah. the show which oh, is that's cool. great because i have i know people that i run into relatively frequently here mm-hmm. in la that are like you still doing that show yeah yeah i've been meaning to come like well it's five years in i don't think yeah. it's gonna happen it's I think pretty just, accessible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you live like two miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it goes. 
Well, fellas, any um, like you got to get to your flight pretty soon, right? Yeah, Bring I was it. just I looking up so. the. Uh, the traffic is not fantastic right oh, now. Yeah, it's okay. like fifty, but fifty. Okay, that's so not terrible. Bounce. That's, that's what we're estimating. But you don't want it to like grow. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So try bounce. Maybe I we guess. Can play a little Sega or something before you. Yeah, get dude. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm that, gonna that's how scientists talk. Yeah, that's your debut album. Yeah, my album on iTunes. That's how scientists talk. Very good. Gummin's so and funny. If you're and where do you find yourself on social media? Oh, just it's just at Brian Gutman on everything. <laughs> just Brian with a Y. And Gutman with two N's at the end. Yeah, one, just no one T, two N's. Just like the beer in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Mellard on Twitter also. Fart Safari and Fart Safari, Safari 2. Fart yeah. Harder. Harder. What, how did you not come up with a sequel to Biodome? But that's, you're a sequel <laughs> titler. I mean, that's a good one. Fart yeah, Harder. I know. I really, I panicked at, at that moment. It was, uh, it's not my prouder. Oh, what if they just well, went like the, Dome and Domer? <laughs> or Dome, Dome, Dome. Oh, that'd yeah. be the fourth, I guess. Yeah. Dome, oh, yeah. Dome, Dome, da, Dome, Dome. That'd be the third, because the duh doesn't count as a dome. Right. Eh. Boy, this is hard. It's tough. This is why they didn't make it. Write in, send it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just couldn't Biodome come up too. with a log line or a sequel title. That's a, Maybe that's a, an unwritten sort of secret in LA that once you come up with the perfect sequel title they instantly green light it yeah <laughs> probably all you have to do is tweet at them what about this and they go make it happen it. <laughs> it's going <laughs> get on that is Fart Safari gonna be a trilogy yeah oh for sure what's the third call can you spell uh, it Fart Safari 3 uh, Fart Hard with a Vengeance I'm just going with the Die Hard yeah, yeah. Fart which is probably a dumb I, actually today I wrote it down the whole Dougie, what was it? Dougie not so fresh or Dougie? Oh, less was fresh that during this recording. Less fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It's really fresh. funny to play off the Dougie fresh yeah. title, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> 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 that, those first two albums are so good, man. Yeah, we'll see about the third. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited about the third. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good. Hey, yeah. also, just thanks for having me on this thing, man. I sure, love buddy. this podcast so much. Oh, thanks, man. And th- yeah, we'll do it in Austin for real. No third wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I have extinguished <laughs> all things to talk about. I have no. Yeah, you've got a family. You've got a yeah. We'll a talk about that little dude or yeah, something. Yeah, he's a guy. blast. Thanks for throwing him up on the show technically last night that was really adorable man that made my day that was great it was cool (laughs) it's cool to watch and like the photos look really cool. yeah people go to the junk show instagram they can see what i'm talking about yeah 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 cool probably the coolest photo of a three it sounds so weird to say that yeah (laughs) but he does look like such a great like stud he's such a cool dude it just looks impossible to manufacture that one like oh we just happened to catch him walking and caught a cool shot or that he's like there's it was very. It, uh, it, it was like the uh, s- like sixty three uh, f- Sasquatch film where it's like he caught him in stride. Let yeah. me know when this drops and I'll just post the actual picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Nice. Yeah, so people can get the the full experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, this was great. Thanks, thanks, for thanks a bunch. Thank dude. you. Thanks, man. Well, I hope you liked it. I love those dudes. Really great to hang out with them and have fun. As I'm recording this, I'm no longer <laughs> hungover. Um, yeah, we just, it was a real fun time after the junk show. Uh, some of the old band hung out, people that I hadn't seen in a long time, government included. And then Chad Daniels was in town, another real close friend of mine. So all just hanging out and had maybe, maybe one too many old fashions. 
Anyway, feeling a lot better now. Apologies for this episode going out a little late in the week, but um, it's a placeholder, and then it'll be replaced. It'll magically sort of disappear. And um, I'll have Brian on again, though, and, and have a more, I guess... I don't know, focused. This one was fairly focused, but yeah, again, with everyone being a little, <laughs> a little loopy, maybe the next one can be more serious as it should be. Oh, that's crazy. Um, anyway, thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Dan for compiling it and to Rob for the, the intro music. I hope you like that. Still we've heard it 181 times now. It's hopefully something you're, you're fond of. And um, thanks for rating and subscribing and whatever else on Apple Podcasts. That that helps the show also. Okay. This song uh, I'll probably play on next week's episode as well, the one that takes the place of this one. Uh, it's by Hatchie. It's called Stay With Me. I hope you like it. I'll be seeing you. Thanks for stopping by the Space Kid. <laughs>